going to question the mainstream narrative and expose media propaganda. We have Ryan Dawson with us of the antineoconreport.com, and he also has researched a lot on the Biden crime family, created a documentary and a map that really maps out uh, the Biden crime family. We're going to discuss everything going on with Russia and Ukraine and how this relates to the Biden crime family. All that and more. Stay with us. Welcome to Making Sense of the Madness. I am going to show you a video of Canadian veterans who have been speaking out against the tyranny in Canada, even though Trudeau has recently reversed his Emergencies Act temporarily. We don't know why. When he had the power, we thought he wouldn't let go of it, but he temporarily has. And it hasn't stopped people from protesting across Canada. Let's see what the vets have to say in Canada. I'm not a fan of the mandates. I don't believe in them at all. Maybe at the beginning, but we've come so far since the beginning and we've made so much progress. I don't think we're following the science anymore. I think we're following a political science here. It's, 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 not, it's not right, it's not fair to the citizens here. Um, myself, I got my own story moving back to Canada in 2019, having no support from the MPs. Um, but that's really what I'm out here for is showing my disdain for the government and how they treat Canadian citizens. I am here to make a statement against government policy for federal government employees to have a vaccination as a term of employment. I do not agree with it. I do not believe that the state should have the power over my body and what goes into it. End of story. So in protest, I am marching on foot from Vancouver to Ottawa. It's going to take me a while. If you want to support me, all I need is a friendly wave. I will not respond to insults, verbal or physical. This is peaceful. This is nonviolent. I respect the rights of all Canadians, Indigenous, immigrants, and people that were born here. I want us all to come together because I believe in this country. I believe in the flag, and I believe in you. You do what you need to do to stand up on your own two feet and march under your own power and take charge of your own life and think what you're going to think and not have others think your thoughts for you. They've got it blocked. Yeah, they got it blocked. And, and, the, and the American side, the truckers and the veterans have it blocked. Uh, yeah, We've already succeeded. Yeah. We've won. A large police force supposed to be coming in. I mean, there's been fear tactics being pushed on everybody, trying to scare the public and see who flees and, uh, you know, they're monitoring us, all of us. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, psychological warfare yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. There's a lot of tactics they're using. They're passing out these flyers saying, uh, you know, there's legal danger. There's no signatures on I it. I saw really. that. I have they're one. They're just it. passing them out and they're telling people to, you know, be scared. Yeah. This is how you should feel. Deep breathing, relax, calm cool collective. We're here with our 100% right to be here for our Canadian freedoms. And it's listed right in there in the law. And we're here peaceful from the start. Two and a half There's minutes. No reason for police to be down here in full force, intimidating people. A friend of mine, he's still serving. I, I can't say his name because he'll get in trouble. 
And um, speaking, you know, on behalf of the veterans, the guys that were down there today, because um, I'm one of them and I've, I've been through that and I felt that it was a lot of hard times, you know, since we got out, the government has, you know, thrown us under the bus and, uh, you know, basically denounced us and, you know, issued us away and, and dismissed our, our sacrifice and all the suicides and the depression and the, the failed relationships and the divorces and all the problems and everything that we've gone through. We just don't have the money for that right now. We just don't have, you know, we, we had to deal with all of this. And it's been hard in the head, and you know, to feel as though a country doesn't doesn't care about you, and, and no one's here for you, and they don't care. And he, and he said that uh, after 20 years and all, and all of that, just to see this in just a couple of days, he erased all of it. It was all worth it, just for this, just to see. Do you hear that out there? That's why you do it, and that's why we do it. And I, I would do it all over again. Thank you, for Jeremy, all these for what, you, what you've done. God bless you. Hi, Mark. I was a corporal for uh, Second Battalion, USCI. So, thank you for your service, first off. Can you tell us why the, the, uh, your fellow comrades or compatriots were taking down the fence today? Yeah, you don't get a, you don't get to put a fence around our monument. You don't get to stop us from putting reefs up. And it wasn't it wasn't the, the, the women and children here peacefully protesting that are the threat. Yeah. It's Justin Trudeau and his gang of thieves. So, and I'll tell you right now, if anything happens to this monument after we've taken this fence down, you can guarantee there was a prop set up by Justin Trudeau and his gang of thieves. inspiring to hear the words of those Canadian veterans. It does make it all worth it when you know that the people of your country still believe in freedom and they're willing to fight for it. And now we've got the People's Convoy going from California to D.C. They're taking off today. This is big news. You can learn about that at thepeoplesconvoy.org. Uh, we are going to a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk to Ryan Dawson, who's done a ton of research, created a documentary on the Biden crime family. We're going to talk all about Ukraine and Russia as soon as we get back. Hello, everyone. This is John Michael Chambers, the creator and founder of American Media Periscope. All right. Family, finances, break. faith, and freedom Back are four things that most of us would do almost here, anything to we'll protect. To box, at American Media Periscope, box. we trust the team at Sovereign Advisors with financial advice. With over 27 years of experience, a team that believes in people over profit and shares our views that family, finances, faith, and freedom need to be protected can help you protect your finances from erosion due to governmental policies that are out of our control. What is in our control? Our own decision to act or to not act. At American Media Periscope, we encourage you to act. Action changes things. Call Sovereign Advisors today, ask for Dr. Kirk Elliott, and start working with a team that will help you protect your retirement assets while sharing your desire to protect family, faith, and freedom. Call them today at 720-605-3900. 
and tell them John Michael Chambers sent you. Remember, freedom, it's up to us. You're muted. Sean, you're muted. I don't hear anything. So Ryan Dawson is a historian from the College of William & Mary with over 20 years of political activism in a variety of mediums, blogging, radio, books, film, and television. He's the host of ANCReport.com, which features podcasts on politics and economics with professionals from around the world. Welcome to the show, Ryan. How you doing? Pretty well. And uh, the show you just mentioned, I remember back in 2014, we had a slew of great guests talking about Ukraine and the situation there. And you watch the media today and they act like history started four days ago. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty early in Japan where you are. So thank you for coming on the show. Um, and we were talking before the show about 2014, about the color revolution, the coup mm -hmm. in 2014 in Ukraine, how that was a setup for what's going on now. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean, that's the reason there are separatists. Uh, well, they're independent states now, I guess. But the reason there were separatist zones and the reason Crimea seceded was because of the situation back then. The U.S. set up a puppet oligarch. The through the opposition powers in jail. They outlawed the Russian language. They're 15 billion euros in debt. It's a pariah state run by thugs. And of course, they personally hired a lot of uh, politicians' children, including Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, who's a, a meth head, crack addict, uh, addicted to hookers, that um, got an $80,000 a month no-show job. He doesn't speak Ukrainian. He doesn't know anything about energy, but he got a job with Rizma. Uh, and this was known and said, and that, you know, Trump brought it up during the presidential debates, as well as the uh, sticky laptops and other just utterly degenerate and disgusting affairs with the Bidens. And the entirety of social media and legacy media said, no, no, that's Russian disinformation. That's been debunked. Absolutely hasn't. They're not just a laptop. There's three laptops, and there's quid pro quo with uh, with smoking Joe there, and that's something they impeached Donald Trump over, which he was not guilty of. But Joe Biden is not only guilty of it's on tape from the anti-corruption uh, agency in Ukraine sent me five hours of it. That's on BitChute with uh, seventy-seven thousand views. And then he's also, there's an infamous clip of him at a Council of Foreign Relations meeting where he's joking about it, saying, well, son of a bleep, you know, I got the prosecutor fired. I said, you're not getting a billion dollars unless." And he's talking about, he's talking to Poroshenko on the phone, the, the former, the former ruling oligarch. And uh, that, that is quid pro quo. That's using... It's basically bribing a, a foreign state, saying, "Look, you weren't, you're not going to get this money unless you fire the prosecutor looking into my son's criminal activities." So there's a personal investment there with Biden's in Ukraine. The entire Democratic Party really they set up the National Endowment of Democracy, and you've got your neocons in there too, like uh, Robert Kagan of PNAC and his wife Victoria Nuland, who's saying "f the EU" and selecting who ought to be the oligarch in Ukraine. They're like, I think Yats. They're talking about Yats. She couldn't say his whole name. And that is who they installed. And so that's why there's breakaway regions. And they outlaw the Russian language, which is what they speak in Crimea, because it was part of Russia until 1954. 
for the longest of most of history it's been Russian anyway it became part of Ukraine when Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union and it didn't matter so they broke away and they broke away through a referendum and 98% of the population voting to secede there wasn't a single shot fired there was no invasion and yet repeatedly in Western news they say Putin invaded Crimea and annexed it he didn't annex Crimea they seceded it's the same way we got Texas, Kentucky, you know, West Virginia through secession. Uh, and of course, we purchased Alaska. I mean, that that does happen from time to time. And they did not want to live under a regime that was outlawing their language with over 15 billion euros in debt. Uh, you know, couldn't pay for gas in the winter. Uh, it's nothing but a plutocracy. And anybody who want, who could leave tried to do so and of course Russia had a military base there that's what the move was put in a puppet regime go after Crimea well it's their last base there uh, for the Black Sea a very important warm water port and there was no way they're gonna let that fall under the the auspice of the oligarchs control so now Crimea is part of Russia again and then in Donbass you had uh, Donetsk especially from 2014 to now has been getting shelled over 1400 people killed uh, by the Ukrainian government so Ukraine's been in a sort of civil war between the West and the East where they've been uh, shelling these separatist territories well they'd like to join the Russian Federation as well that didn't happen but Putin did recognize their independence which is good enough because now he can move uh, troops in if he sees fit and I don't think Ukraine will continue to shell them much longer once there are proper Russian forces there. They cannot win a war with Russia. The sanctions yeah, are in of, place anyway. This, these details don't really come out in the Western media. So the average American, first of all, probably can't find Ukraine on a map, doesn't know the history, doesn't know the details, doesn't know what language they speak in Ukraine, doesn't mm. know, uh, you know these different regions, the different things in play, and yet there's been so much anti-Russian propaganda since I was even a child and before I was born. Every James Bond villain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just... Well, they hacked so 2016 much. election, now, according to Russia, Hillary, right? <laughs> right. I mean, they're the scapegoat for everything, right? So They blame know, Hunter's funny. laptop like, on Russians. I, <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, my coffee so, was cold so this morning. I think the Kremlin did it. Well, the Bidens yeah, and, and Carries. Oh, yes. Because you, you created a map, right? You've got the to, Biden uh, crime map, yes. Heads of the family. Can, mm. can you de describe to me uh, what's who are the people at the top of the map of the Biden crime family? It's the Biden family. Mostly, I guess, this, the well, the, one of the most powerful position now is Joe Biden. But Joe Biden is a husk. He's controlled by others. I mean, he's not only compromising Ukraine you know, with the communist Chinese uh corrupt corruption from uh moscow too actually you know they the things that trump was saying about him and i know trump has a lot of hot air sometimes but they were 100 percent true he was receiving money from the mayor of moscow's wife and he was getting uh deals with uh rosemont Senka in china with the communists financed by chinese banks and and the chinese state that's absolutely true they set up through hunter biden's just sort of uh 
the guy who had a connected father, even when he was a senator and then vice president. But you also had Devin Archer, who was like kind of the brain of the operation. And then you had John Kerry's kid, uh, Chris Hines, who had a lot of the money since Kerry married into the, the billionaire fortune of the Heinz ketchup empire. You know, and these people, Kerry's father helped the Israelis get their state. And, uh, you know, these people have been involved in infamous organized crime. Whitey Vulgar of Boston is related to the Kerry family. Okay. And uh, he was a crime boss in Boston for a long time. Infiltrated police departments there. I think there's, there's, probably, there's films about this guy now, finally, but very famous in organized crime and they are setting up uh, shell companies in communist China. They got no-show jobs in Ukraine. They they ripped off uh, Native American bonds. It's something Devin Archer went to jail for. Uh, nothing but slime all the way down. And then with the Bidens, you can add mountains of degeneracy. His brother ran over a, a man with a car, killed a single father, so orphaned two daughters and wouldn't pay the family. The other Bidens helped him move his money around to hide it from being uh, being siphoned by for his victims. And he lives in a mansion in Florida now and it's just disgusting. The same um, brother and Ann Hunter did a combo in Iraq where they swindled out hundreds of millions of dollars that was supposed to go to reconstruction of Iraqi houses in a war that Joe Biden voted for based on lies from neocons. The same neocons that are lying about Ukraine lied about Iraq. It's weapons of mass destruction and we went in and murdered about a 800,000 to a million people there in a completely unjust war. And then Biden's family profiteers off the reconstruction. And of course, they didn't actually build any houses. That was just a pretext. And the reconstruction from the Civil War to now really has been about profiteering. There's very little construction being done. They, they had a scam in Haiti, too, with the Clintons after a, a giant earthquake slash tsunami hit. They built maybe two houses for a photo op and that was it and kids were disappearing and yeah who knows what happened to those children this reminds me of the the green new deal right because that's biden's next uh big construction bill well yeah um, maybe that's why so they're making oil got, so expensive <laughs> you know, cut down all the pipelines and then you have to go green right it's the only way to make it affordable green energy doesn't work if it did, like, who doesn't want to help the environment? Who Who's so in love with, yeah, I love burning coal. Like, nobody, right? It's just, it doesn't work. Windmills and stuff, like, it would be done. It would be done all over the world, uh, but it just doesn't produce enough energy. I have a great interview with Carl, Carl Denninger about that. Like, the only one that actually worked is nuclear power, and everyone's afraid of that because it has the word nuclear in it. So we haven't built a new plant since 1979. You don't have to use uranium either. You could use yeah. thorium, but it, you know that's too much. Nuance. Getting back to the the crime <laughs> family, you've got Ashley Biden at the top. Why is she significant? Oh well, yeah, <laughs> they they set up a. Um, do you remember when Obama said? Remember, everybody remembers Obamacare. With it, we're going to have a website so you can calculate your uh, your new health care, what it would be, what, and it never worked. And they wasted millions on this. I think it got into the billions even. You're like, what are you doing? Uh, and it, it was defunct and didn't work. Well, her husband uh, and her got a fat contract 
to build healthcare uh, websites that never came to fruition, but they got the money anyway. And then you look at who he's married to is Joe Biden's daughter and you go, okay, there you go. And then of course there's the diary where Joe is taking showers with his daughter and combing her hair naked on the bed and all this creepy stuff. And they recently raided Project Veritas's personal residence to try to get the copy of this diary. The FBI raided a citizen's house to get a copy of a diary from a journalist. Um, it's really disgusting stuff, but of course Joe did marry the babysitter after his wife died in a car accident where she was drinking and driving, and they tried to blame it on the trucker that hit her. Uh, it's a really horrible but um she's probably the least connected of the of all the bidens really like her she's this minor but yeah. it's just like another one you know like even after but all she, the abuse the same model though right yeah the the, the fake the fake uh, the, like the it's an infrastructure but it's online infrastructure that's never built right was her her scam that she did with her husband exactly and you know she got a meeting at to she met with Obama because her dad, the vice president, uh, let or lets her in there. <clears throat> His sister was a all of them, all of them have felonies. Okay, but I mean, James Biden murdered people with his car. Um, they're all guilty of of murder in the sense of lying about the Iraq War. Joe Biden voted for every war ever, and. It was funny during the presidential debates in 2020, they decided we're not going to have a debate on foreign policy. Just they talked about the Proud Boys more than our entire foreign policy. Some joke, nothing burger organization, right? Like, And then Joe Biden called Antifa just an idea, man. No, it's not. Antifa and BLM, uh, you know, they got subverted, but the groups under those banners were going around. Setting cities on fire, they killed people, they assaulted people, they did millions of dollars in property damage, they looted stores, they burned car lots, and they called a mostly peaceful protest. And Joe Biden refused to acknowledge they even existed, but he talked about the Proud Boys, a bunch of losers that incels that are just, they don't do anything, they haven't burned anything or looted a single store or, yeah. or any, they haven't done anything, it's just, who cares about them? They talked about that more than all of our foreign policy. But they couldn't talk about foreign policy because Joe's a warmonger. What about uh, what about Joe Biden's brother? Oh, he, Frank or which one? Frank Biden's. Uh, <laughs> he and about all, any of them. Yeah, well, they're yeah. It's like it's too much to to even go over. Like they they've been committing one crime after another. Uh, in Ponzi schemes, lots of white collar crime, um, and of course profiteering off of foreign policy that Joe was helping support and Kerry too. He was the head of the Armed Service Committee in the Senate. Uh, so was Hillary, they, and they were both Secretary of State <laughs> Hillary and Kerry, uh, while Biden was Vice President and allegedly Obama was President. But Obama was a spineless. Uh, it, just a guy they could get elected based on identity politics and thing, but he didn't make any of his own decisions. Like he hated Netanyahu, for example, but he did everything Israel wanted anyway. 
uh, except for that well, very. Well, that brings us to Valerie Jarrett. She she's on, on your crime map. Mm. Is she the one who was making the decisions during the Obama years? It, no, it wasn't like a single person making the decision. It's more of just the uh, the real oligarchs of the DNC, which is it really goes back to Jeffrey Epstein, the same people that mega group of donors, um, activist billionaires that have decided what they want to do with the world, not just the United States. So your Soros types, your Steinharts, your Les Wexners, all of whom are a bunch of perverts, by the way, on top of that, um, have them really compromised and blackmailed. And so these people are their puppets. And the, what they want, uh, they want to hit the reset button. And Ukraine is vital in this. I mean, kicking off another war in Europe would destroy two economic competitors. It would destroy the EU. It destroys Russia economically. And you can't really fulfill the regime's plans in Syria until you handcuff Russia to Ukraine. Because during the Obama regime, they, they invaded Libya and gave it to Al-Qaeda. And then they invaded Syria and they were on the brink of winning there until Russia got involved. And once Russia got involved, it was sort of a stalemate. And once Clinton did not win and Trump got in, he didn't aid Syria, but he did. He, he bombed him early on in his presidency with some subsonic missiles spread over 10 targets, didn't kill anybody. But by June of that year, he met with Putin and got, the riot act basically and realize yeah why are we aiding al-qaeda and isis on us or front around al-sham these are all terrorist groups so we cut all the funding from the cia and it was just a cascade of victories from then on for syria they took the whole southern half of the country they got they returned homes they cleared them out of damascus Deir Azor, al-tamf dara hama manbij and then they got aleppo they really took everything other than Afrin, uh, which is where Idlib is. Uh, and the reason they couldn't get there is because of the involvement of Turkey. Um, but that's all thanks to Russian anti-air defense. Israel bombed Syria uh, last week. They, try, they tried bombing Damascus. But that long radar S-400 really helps uh, prevent them from being effective. They also bombed the Golan Heights yesterday, which is territory they annexed talking about land being annexed. Well, they're all screaming about Crimea, but they don't care about the Golan Heights and they don't care about Kurdistan well, in Syria uh, or Iraq, right? <laughs> go back to Valerie Jarrett real quick mm -hmm. because uh, on the crime map, you, you have her there. Why is she significant in all of this? Well, I want people to watch the film too. I don't want to go over each character's uh, crimes. <laughs> that one is... With the ones that are going to surprise you, her and I think... Uh, well, Hunter, I th those are the two that are the most shocking. And I know people know about Hunter's little escapades with the, you know what he did. Uh, I don't even, it's like hard to repeat with the, the women, let's say, uh, and those disgusting things he's doing. But I don't think people know how deep, uh, each of these individuals are into white collar crime and, it's a little bit like Epstein, too. Everybody knows what he did with the little girls, but they don't pay as much attention to his uh, Tower Financial scandal or what he did at Bear Stearns and, or Deutsche Bank and all the white-collar crimes. And that's something you really have to look at the 
the papers to get the details of. So that's, that's why I made a film and highlighted it. They are making so much money, ham over fist, and it was just, it's like they're unprosecutable because it wasn't super clever or anything. These are rather run-of-the-mill Ponzi schemes. It's just there's no prosecution for anything they do because they're related to people in the government that refuse to investigate. And our FBI right. won't that's, look at that's any the of the real it. trick. You don't need to come up with some kind of genius scam. You just have to have the cover. Yeah, they work uh, with I Kirkland and Ellis. More and details from you. Christopher Ray's yeah. tied to this company. That they're tied to Gazprom and deals with the Chinese. And, you know, it's like, man, every rock you look under, there's some more and some more. Like, if we had a real Justice Department, all of these people, all of them would be prison for the rest of their life. If, if not the electric chair. And because these deals aren't, they're not just robbing people. People die from this. And no one cares. It's like, oh, well, right. la-ti-da. Well, I think this is an important film. I want to get more of the details, but we're going to go to a quick break. When we get back, we're going to find out the name of the film, where people can watch it, and all of that as soon as we get back. Hello, everyone. This is John Michael Chambers, the creator and founder of American Media Periscope. Now, did you know that annuities are a great way to protect a portion of your retirement portfolio from downside risk? And unlike CDs and money market accounts, 30 seconds, Sean, welcome back on your camera. Can participate with Dawson's in the picture upside in the of market indexes. And they are probate free and can provide an income you can't outlive. Let a company you can trust help you select an annuity that's right for you. Call the Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. That's 844-USA-2024. Tell them John Michael Chambers sent you. We're talking to Ryan Dawson, the creator of a documentary about the Biden crime family. Ryan, can you tell us more of the details about why you made it, how people are able to watch it? What's the model for it? Sure. And I'm non-partisan, by the way. I made a film called Trump's Sinus Ball and Chain that went over the Kushners and, and all the corruption there. But man... That it just pales in comparison, and I did a real deep dive on that. But the Bidens are just anyone that says, "Oh, it doesn't matter; both parties are bad." No, there is a definite difference, and this is uh, just a new breed of unabashed criminals. And I thought everyone needs to see this. It, it was amazing to me that the Democrats never criticized Trump on the things he's at, he's actually bad on. They went into identity politics and called him a racist and all this nonsense, you know. And then Republicans never went after the Democrats on just all this corruption with Biden and his whole family. Hardly any of it ever got brought up. And I guess it's because they're duly compromised. You tell on me, I tell on you type of thing. But it, does, it didn't take a lot of research to start uncovering this. And it there were others who, you know, found something here or there. I decided just to put it all in one film so people could see because I felt like if this guy gets elected or selected through mail-in votes, we're going to have a war in Ukraine because they were edging for that back when he was vice president. And there was a pause for four years. With, they assumed Hillary was going to take the baton, and she didn't. <laughs> uh, and so we had peace. Uh, that, well, we didn't have a war. It wasn't peace. They, they still were shelling the eastern regions of Ukraine. 
I think you spent some time there actually. Um, but relative peace for that area and under the Trump uh, presidency. But as soon as Biden got back in, it's one of the first things he did other than trying to outlaw voter ID and close down pipelines in the U.S. The Nord Stream 2 line is now closed and they're backing their oligarchs in Ukraine who he said there's going to be a war February 16th and of course nothing happened but they tried to provoke one. They were shooting artillery into residential areas for days and then of course the separatists respond but they're Ukraine's the one breaking the immense agreement from 2015 for hours on end shelling and none of that was reported in the media they always start the story in the middle with the reaction to their own provocation and say wow what look at this Russian separatists are shooting a kindergarten mm -hmm. that incident in the of the sole grenade that hit a kindergarten by the way initially was reported as a false flag to try the Russians trying to blame Ukraine Boris Johnson called it that old bojo from the uk so all right you've got grenades it's coming from the uh ukrainian side it hits the kindergarten in the gym in the wall or whatever and put a hole in it but who would do that what kind of separatist is going to fire a single grenade as their offensive you know first strike and hit a kindergarten with it i mean this is babies on incubators type of rhetoric like and they took the babies out of the incubators and threw them on the cold floor they bombed a kindergarten uh-huh this is total bs neocon war propaganda that's what it is i mean i'm surprised they didn't say we thought it was an egyptian ship at this point that's how bad these lies are so, so that's why you you created the film because you need to get the story out there. It's not being covered in the news, and, and so what's the name of it? Where can people watch it? So it was it was called Corn Pops Revenge, because that's another one of lies that Joe Biden talked about when he was at lifeguard when he was going off about leg hair and roaches. Nobody knows what he was saying, but then he's like, Corn Pop was a bad dude. So we just did a Corn Pops Revenge, the Biden Crime Syndicate. Um, the Biden crime syndicate is what <laughs> is, uh, is the name corn pops revenge is the thumbnail, but I just, I thought that was, uh, hilarious to me that he's talking about corn pop. When he, Joe Biden's one of these guys, he's, uh, he's, he's actually a racist and he's talking about being a lifeguard at a pool. It's, it's like, who cares? But he he was all proud of that. He's like, yeah, I got in a swimming pool with black people. Like that's some kind of accomplishment, um, but he just wanted to tell this story. Like, yeah, I used to, uh, I used to uh, interact with the colored folk back in my day. Whatever. He's, he's so unaware. He has zero yeah, self awareness. For those of you who have you know? not seen the, the corn pop story from Joe Biden, it's oh, priceless. Man. Oh, it's it's so corn, corn pops revenge. They, people can watch that on ANCReport.com. They can, and it's also on Odyssey now. And it's also on Rockfin now. You can watch it on, I think it's a dollar or something to unlock it. I'll, I will make it free again. I had it free for a while. I just wanted to test out the new features on Odyssey and Rockfin. So I was like, okay, we'll make it a dollar. But um, it's free on my website. So you can watch it there. And you can also get a Biden crime map there. It's like a poster with all the different connections of the the crooks and their companies. Uh, about half of it's in China. <laughs> There's a Chinese flag in the 
the background of the sort of Chinese uh, syndicate they have. And there's, again, you know, who benefits from war in Ukraine? Only two parties, the U.S. and China. So you sanction Russia and you sanction the EU. Russia is forced to sell to China. And when you're the only buyer, you can kind of dictate the price. Uh, why the Europeans are going along with this against their own interests, who knows? But they did the same thing in Libya. You know, they toppled a functional North African country, made slavery gay again, and hit themselves with their refugee crisis. And then they kept their borders open. They, a lot of these European leaders, don't they're not doing anything in the interests of the European people. Uh, they're at the behest of the United States. They say jump, they say off of what? Uh, but China's sitting pretty from all this. They're going to be getting much needed oil and gas. And the U.S. doesn't really have any imports or exports with Russia anyway. It's less than 2%. So they're not suffering from any of this. They're, they're not going to be cold in the winter. But there will be some consequences. When you knock off gas anywhere... The price goes up everywhere. But a lot of these rich uh, people backing Biden, they don't really care if the price of gasoline goes up a dollar or two. They can afford it. It's the common working people that are going to get hard. Where they're against the trucker class, right? They don't work. What's that? <laughs> Joe Biden reminds me of the walrus at Alice in Wonderland with a cigar. Be like, work? I'm allergic. His whole life has been just political career, no real job ever. And it's just a lying, greasy snake in the grass. Uh, that's his whole career. And of course he's best friends with the Carries and the Clintons. I mean, the Clintons is the same thing, and you can add lots of murder. That, that pretty much sums up that family. And they're, that's the same thing. Mina, Arkansas, working in Iran-Contra, worked with organized crime there. They put hits on people. That whole Clinton body counts, not just a meme. That's a real thing. We just had another suspicious suicide with Jean-Luc Brunel in Paris. Epstein's number three, right? Epstein's meeting with Bill Clinton. Yeah, that was the last time we had you on. We talked all about Epstein, you know, did he really kill himself? And then since you've been on this show, yeah. <laughs> another billionaire pedophile didn't kill himself in jail. So... Uh, what's your take on that? Oh, they murdered him. He, there was no way they were going to let Brunel go to trial. Uh, but that's what was coming. You know, you had the settlement with Prince Andrew, the Prince of Pedophiles. So it's $16 million, 12 million euros. With Virginia Dufresne, his best buddy was Jean-Luc Brunel. Jean-Luc Brunel ran the modeling agency, Karen Models, which became the, the American branch is called MC2 or MC Squared. Started in Tel Aviv, then France. And then they have a New York and Miami office, and or did, <laughs> not anymore. It he switched it to uh, uh, model identity models in 2019 after Epstein got arrested the second time. But he used these modeling agencies to procure little girls, and he'd take their passports away, and he would send them into Epstein's ring. And it wasn't just Epstein; it's a whole ring of these billionaires that would share these girls when they were. A little bit too old for Epstein, he'd pass them off uh, up the chain to the other perverts. And Burnell was providing, he was a procurer. You know, he'd get model contracts. And he used to drug girls, um, you know, roofie their drink or GHB it, whatever. He'd, he'd spike their drinks and take them back to the limo and rape them. And 
they'd liquor up like you know 12 to 14 year olds and abuse them and there was a, a 60 minutes piece about them like 20 years ago they've known about these people but they're so well connected and they have so many important people compromised that they become untouchable but you had a chance when they're in prison because while, while Trump was president, Epstein got arrested, Brunel got arrested, Maxwell got arrested, Peter Nygaard got arrested. You start seeing some consequences for these people. Uh, one of the Bronfins got thrown in jail, too. And, you know, they end up dead before they go to trial. With Maxwell, they didn't kill her because her trial was already so limited because of the sweetheart deal made in 2008 that she wasn't actually being charged with all the Epstein stuff. She was being charged with child trafficking for sure, but you had a, it was limited to four victims. Uh, all the John Does were whited out. You're not allowed to know who the Johns were. Uh, but I don't think that's going to last. They're going to um, have to lawyer up themselves because she's done protecting them. She didn't throw them under the bus, but she also said after she got convicted that she's not going to support them either. But that one was very limited. Brunel's case was not. He was in France. He was not, did not have any immunity. He was not protected by the sweetheart deal. So he's the one they could have got. He was the new Epstein that they could have gotten all the names, uh, flipped them, tell on your underlings, and expose the whole network. So there was no way he was going to live. And that he allegedly hanged himself with uh, bed sheets in one in the morning in his cell at 76 years old i don't and buy the, it uh, camera just happened to not be working right well uh, that in the epstein's case the cameras camera. the cameras failed in brunel's case there is no there was no camera on his cell but there were cameras in the hallway and there is an investigation so they'll you know i i'm, I'm gonna guess you know that there there's gonna be a problem with the film or it'll be classified or whatever they always weasel their way out but they didn't have a camera on his cell. This brings me to my next question, Ryan, which is, is there going to be any justice for the Biden crime family? Because don't we have John Durham and other people looking into Hunter's crimes and, and, and mm -hmm. so forth? And since they're all connected, all these Democrats, power players, uh, couldn't this whole thing start crumbling? And do you think Joe Biden would uh, resign or get replaced? Or how do you see this playing out? Well, he could get impeached. Um, I see a red wave in 2022, so Pelosi will be out of there because they won't have the majority anymore. You'll have a Republican Speaker of the House, and then you could impeach Biden for the same thing they impeached Trump for. The difference is he's actually guilty, and it's on film. But as far as like the FBI kicking down doors or anything, it doesn't re really matter what John Durham, how much evidence he has. I mean, they could get on stage and rape a baby, and they'd blame the baby. Um, Hillary Clinton is even more caught red-handed more than Biden. I mean, she was spying on the Trump campaign. That's a fact. They concocted the whole Russiagate hoax. That's a fact. She, she blamed Benghazi on a YouTube video. I mean, this woman is a psychopath. And you've got decades of crimes and felonies from these families. And there's never any prosecution. You ha you'd have to clean up the FBI. And as long as they have... The, the leadership has been appointed by Democrats. 
who are involved in the crimes, they're not going to investigate themselves. That's the thing. Christopher Ray uh, is deeply connected to the Bidens, so he's not going to investigate them. Um, and it's always one FBI chief after another that is part of the crime. He could go all the way back to Hoover with that. He was compromised by the mob because he's a closet homosexual with Clyde Tolson, and they knew it. Costello and Lansky had the goods on him. And so there were certain factions you couldn't touch. And, of course, they rose to the top. Um, that's how Israel got the bomb and is able to get nuclear ambiguity even today. They won't admit it. The whole world knows they have, have them, but America's like, I, I can't see this. Uh, it's why we don't recognize Taiwan, even though it's definitely got its own government, makes its own laws, has its own currency, own passport, its country. We act like it might be part of China. The Chinese um, state has a lot of people compromised because uh, they help support. When, when someone's compromised, you don't use that to, to get them out of power. You use it to keep them in power because they have to do everything you say. And the Bidens are willing. They're pay to play just like Hillary, uh, just like Kerry. They're willing to sell their service to foreign states or uh, any kind of any criminal organization is that's Just why you the highest got, bidder, yeah right? it's the highest bidder so you've got open borders for the cartels you got fentanyl hitting the streets you've got biden equity spending or whatever it's redistribution of wealth for votes uh they're thugs from maxine waters all the way up you know all these people it, it's perfectly legal to just steal $950 worth of stuff in San Francisco and L.A. right now. And the DAs that Soros helped you know, put in there just won't prosecute people. You can get arrested, thrown in jail, you're out the next day, right? Uh, the world is run by criminals. And they're putting other criminals in positions through appointments. Or just, you know, flooding, flooding their campaigns with cash. And the only way to break this, to get accountability, there you cannot have a political solution until you fix the media. Because politics is downstream from culture, and culture is downstream from the press. So it takes shows like yours and mine to get the information out. And that's why, like, this film I made, you can't, I can't put it on YouTube. I'm banned on YouTube. I can't put it on Twitter. I'm banned on that. I'm banned on Facebook. I'm banned on PayPal. I'm banned on Patreon. Like, when you uh, speak truth to power, first thing you do is just like the Canadian truckers or Ron Paul or anyone else, they label you a racist, call you a white supremacist because uh, that makes you not a person. And then once you have that stigma, it doesn't matter how ridiculous it is. Like, I live in Asia, I've got half-Asian kids and all that, it doesn't matter. Once you have that, you're not a person. And then they can throw you off of every financial platform, uh, kick you off of crowdsourcing. Uh, you know, they're trying to make people homeless. By saying, well, you're, you're not allowed to earn a living. You're digitally removed from everything. Yeah, it's an, it's an unconventional war, isn't it? It's because you go after your bank the account. platforms that you mentioned that, that you got, kicked off of I was also kicked off of all of the same exact platforms so that must mean that we're speaking truth to yeah. the the powers that be if if that's the situation we're in but I really appreciate the fact that in this interview you really laid out exactly how this 
crime syndicate works. It's through the blackmail. Mm -hmm. It's by just having cover for your crimes. It's not that these crimes are super complex. There's, you know, right. a lot of times they're really out in the open. Everyone knows about them. But when you have protection, when you have cover, you can do whatever you want when you're untouchable. But it looks like those days are coming to an end. Like you said, we've got Maxwell, uh, you know. Yeah, a lot of them are in jail. pedophiles mm -hmm. are, are, are getting uh, <laughs> getting jailed and suicided. And Maxwell has another perjury trial coming up, and there's the Deutsche Bank trial. Uh, it's not over with Epstein, but Burdell's death did sink a lot of it down. But you know, Dershowitz is still in the crosshairs. You know, Andrew took his settlement, but everybody knows he's guilty. Now his mom has COVID, and she's taking ivermectin. <laughs> the Queen's taking ivermectin. I love it. Um, but it's not over with Epstein and they, and they really, really took a beating in the court of public opinion. And I think it exposed the media too. You've got this giant scandal, global scandal with, uh, Israeli intelligence supporting a, a massive blackmail and compromise ring. It wasn't just a couple rich perverts, you know, this Maxwell's family is tied to Israeli intelligence and they're supporting Ehud Barak and Les Wexer is part of the Sunborn Institute and yada yada. So you have a foreign state blackmailing all these people and raping little kids. Everyone's interested in the story. And the moment it didn't go to Trump, the media was like, we're not interested. It's only when they were, oh, I found a picture of Trump at mar Largo with Jeffrey Epstein as they went nuts. But uh, that was a total dead end. And I can tell you, if Trump was guilty of anything, of kitty fiddling, whatever, that would have come out. Because they he had the entire media uh, lying about him. They said he got yeah, peed on by Russian hookers, right? Against him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they couldn't find anything. So There's, there was nothing. The reason this. Epstein got arrested is Trump had personal beef with Maxwell over a property dispute. And so that let it, you know, I don't care why he did it. He did it. And it all the yarn started to come unraveled, right? And they went into desperation mode trying to do some damage control. Well, I would just blame it all on Jeffrey. Well, where'd Jeffrey get his money? Why didn't they go back to Les Wexner, right? Why didn't they look at the network behind Jeffrey Epstein, uh, including Burnell and the rest? They didn't. And, you know, he was a cutout. He was a con man. He's pretty slick tongue, I guess. Uh, but he he wasn't some math genius or anything. <laughs> he taught at a high school. He he failed out of college. Um, he just dated the right woman who had the right connections to Israeli intelligence. They're like, well, this would be a clever face. And you know, Wexner set him up with a house. Uh, you know, gave him his starting capital, made him look like some sort of hedge fund wizard or whatever. There's nothing like that. That was just a way to explain the income that he had. Uh, they were using it to gobble up modeling agencies. They're, Wexter already had Victoria's Secret, you know, uh, and all the LL brands. And these monsters were using children to compromise politicians. And the question I ask is, why do so many politicians want to have sex with a child? It wasn't even like cheating on their wife or something with a woman their own age. It's kids. Why are so many people into this sick stuff? And really, most people aren't, but in the political world they are. Because the ones 
if you are into that, you'll get promoted. They can make anybody a politician. You had three speakers of the house in the in a row engaged in infidelity. Uh, and of course, Haskert with the little boys in that case. But these things, uh, that is the way you control the uber wealthy. You can't bribe a, a billionaire. Ladder, right? Yeah, you can't bribe you a billionaire. Are willing to compromise yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, then you're you can go up that, that right power, you sell your soul uh, to the devil but then hierarchy. he controls you you'll get power temporarily but at a at a price you bribe the poor and you blackmail the rich that's the sort of motto in the mob like you want a hitman some expendable to go shoot somebody you just find some thug you give him a hundred grand tell him to shut his mouth they will a hundred thousand dollars wouldn't mean anything to a billionaire but having him on sex, banging a little girl will. Blackmail is how you move around the powerful. And bribery is how you move around yeah. the lower tier. It's dark stuff. I'm glad we have people like you to research it so that we don't have to. <laughs> but you're educating people. Can you tell us about what you're doing on your website? What sure. kind of content can people access there? Well, Biden's completely has no self-control. He's always sniffing little kids. He doesn't know how to act normal around children. You know, he's compromised. ANC reports the anti-neocon report. So currently, it's a lot of stories about Ukraine. Obviously, that's the new place they're popping off in. But we cover global politics over there. Um, I'll be talking a bit about the economic fallout that's about to happen. But uh, every day we have stories there. We do podcasts. I have on guests, guests, just guests on Ukraine. We've had on the Saker, Pepe Escobar, Joaquin Flores, uh, Ray McGovern, um, Scott Ricard. A lot of good ones on there. James Corbett. And, uh, you know, and people who've lived there and people have been analyzing this for a long time. And I encourage people to go back and listen to some of the stuff from 2014 if they really want to get their head around what's going on today but you know my sympathies are with uh, the separatist groups uh, no doubt if you had a choice between <laughs> Russia or Ukrainian oligarchs you you gotta go with Putin I mean it's just Ukraine's right. a failed state they don't control themselves you, uh, you and I were talking about this earlier how I, I spent two months in Ukraine myself mm. in the Russian speaking part and it is such a failed state. I mean, people that were living in poverty uh, in manufactured crisis year after year. And just right across the border, there's a country that functions called mm -hmm. Russia, where all their relatives live and where they have the same cultural values and language and everything. So, of course, a lot of people in Ukraine want to be a part of a government that, that functions. Uh, so, yeah, I can totally see that side. And it's very different from the uh, mainstream media angle that we always hear. Uh, Ryan, I want to thank you for the work you're doing with your documentary, uh, Corn Pops Revenge. <laughs> uh, and uh, I really hope people check it out for free on your website. And you can come on our show again. And by that time, maybe there'll be another billionaire pedophile that's been suicided uh, that we can talk about because uh, we're really in the interesting times right now where accountability does seem to be coming slowly but surely. Well, I think Les we're Wexner going is going to be targeted. Sponsor. Go ahead. Uh, when we get back. I'm going to give you the final announcements. Thank you, sir. Good appearance today. <laughs>